0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the latest episode to On the Couch with the Dogs Board. And today we have another special guest. Uh, he is a sergeant in the U.S. Army and a multiple times martial arts championship champion. And he is also a second degree black belt in short of karate. Let him introduce himself the way he would like to, Mr. Markel Bell. Hello. It's,
1: it's a pleasure to be here. Like, like my, um, my little boy Jeff once said, the champ is here. This is Markel Bell, second degree, black belt, sergeant in the army, and new world champion. Pleasure to be here once again.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So I'm going to add this first, since I know many people listening would like to know this. What made you want to practice and learn martial arts in the first place? Um, I say
1: around 10 years ago, high school kid, um, there was this um u f c fighter named Benson Henderson, and he's the dude who inspired me to like pursue martial arts, maybe not the way I am now, but to you know really move forward with it because he had a uh in depth in the life of the athlete type of video where instead of like most fighters their all you really see is their family. Um, their their workout routine and what they say they're gonna do to their opponent, and which is all good, mo m- a good you no know, hype for the fight and everything. But my personal favorite about him was that instead of wasting that time on training or inducing his family, which he still has though, he decided to do it in the life of Benson Henderson at a freaking comic book store. And and I'm thinking one of the best men on the planet is a nerd. <laughs> How is that even possible? Then um, then watching him um, tell his story and everything, and realize, wow, maybe maybe uh, it is possible to be a cool nerd, <laughs> and and that's what uh, inspired me to go into martial arts.
0: Wow, that's excellent. That's one thing that I've learned since I started doing research in martial arts years ago, that many of our favorite martial artists and action heroes and different media, they are humongous nerds. Um, So, what forms do you practice outside of Shotokan karate, if any?
1: Um, I say traditionally, I I practice the Shotokan. but other styles I incorporate into my um, style is uh, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, Capoeira, Judo. And that's the main gist of it. I, you know, I can still do other styles, but as far as things that I'm, you know, somewhat fluid and have a good discussion based on is those styles.
0: All right. That's excellent. I've seen videos that you posted on social media before of you sparring and fighting in different matches, and I could see traits of different styles within it. Uh, Thank you for confirming that. But on another part of your life, you are still enlisted within the armed forces, the military. You're a sergeant now, which I would like to thank you on behalf of the readers for basically dedicating your life to help protect us every day. But what made you enlist into the military in the first place, sir, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I was going to college at the time and I say right before my sophomore year of college nothing wasn't really clicking. Like like if someone would have told me as a young man you wasn't gonna get everything everything right by the time you're twenty that will save me a lot of headache. <laughs> but um I set a uh a condition on myself, a, a bet, if you will. In one year's time, if I don't have my, you know, life together, I'll I'll you know, enlist in the military. And once again, if someone would have told eighteen year old Markel that that's a unrealistic possibility, it would save saved him a lot of headache, But um. After the year came up, I decided to honor the debt with myself, and I, and I enlisted. Wow.
0: So, how was that experience? Not just boot camp, but just the experience of being a young black man in the military. I say
1: it was a very humbling experience because you know, as a young black man, you you gotta move forward with your like head and like your chest up and everything. And one way to humble you real quick is to, you know, walk into a chamber full of gas and, and proceed to talk. <laughs> um, but if I had to try to experience personally, it was definitely something I won't ever forget being away from family for the first time from, or. Pretty much half a year, um, interacting with people outside of the state of Florida, um, dealing with a whole new um, command structure, like this, and learning the, learning the rules and traditions and cultures of the uh, military, and yeah, it it was definitely a, a worthwhile um, endeavor when I first started.
0: Okay, so how many years overall have you been in the military? Six, six. Okay, wow. That's that's great, and you're already a sergeant. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was planning on trying to be sergeant last year, but you know, this little major event called COVID happened, and you know, everything got pushed back a year.
0: Wow. Well, even despite that, I'm proud of you, and I know everyone knows is too. But has your experience in the military? Enhance your martial arts discipline at all.
1: It it has. Um, one of the things that I have done personally of all my missions and times of, uh, abroad is whenever I go to a new state, city, country, whatever, I attempt to go to the nearest uh, martial arts. M M A gym, kickboxing gym, Jiu-Jitsu place, nearest place and just spar. Just go out there and and ask, hey, how much is it to walk in and spar spar your dude? Oh, well, you, it's free, but you know, you might not like it. I I'll be the judge of that. So so luckily um I say that in, in, uh improved my um martial arts because before I joined the military, I was a very speedy, uh, individual, you know, I, I, uh, went in now kind of quick, quick, uh, fiber movement. Then once I joined the military, I was able to incorporate weight training and and traditional work into my, into my, uh, uh, training. And I might not be, you know, Waldy West anymore, but you know, <laughs> it's, that, that power really does come in handy. It, it it, it kills the, uh, the, the time of the matches greatly. Hmm.
0: So, with that being said, since you, your main form of Shotokan Karate, have you ever been to Japan during your six years in the military?
1: Yes, uh, I've been to Japan, um, I, but it wasn't a, like a, a trip to Japan. It was more like a layover. So, I landed okay. in Japan, um, had a a, half, a twelve hour layover, <laughs> and and got a chance to see some sights and everything. Got got some um Yu-Gi-Oh cards in Japanese, so that's 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 my nerd pass right there. And um, luckily, uh it was a very good experience. The the people of Japan was very uh, nice and humble to a young black man. <laughs>
0: That's excellent. That's excellent. I've always wondered when it came to the different practitioners of karate how their experience would be if they visited, you know, the modern birthplace of karate. So if you don't mind me, I'm going to name off some of the championships that you have acquired, if you don't mind. I I, I would love it. Go ahead. Okay. So excellent. So you are the one-time IKF point kickboxing champion. You are the one-time IKF East Coast Champion and you are the one-time IKF World Classic Champion. You've acquired three championships and I guess, a short amount of time. A- am I correct? Uh,
1: short amount of time in, uh, in retrospect, yes.
0: And I've seen a video of the match in which you received your last championship. So, explain to me, what has it been like to acquire those mm-hmm. the championships?
1: Um, It's a very humbling and enlightening experience. So one of the things that no one ever tells you is that just like bad habits and bad intentions, success and and prestige is very addictive. Hmm. So when you accomplish your first step, no matter what happens, you could fight two for nail against Akuma. You can go the whole round, the baddest man on the planet and you win your first one. It will feel like you didn't deserve it. it. For some reason, your first one feels like it was a fluke. Because in your mind, you think Yes, I trained. Yes, I prepared. Yes, I foresee this coming, but did I just get lucky with my point or am I really like that? So when I gained my first spell, it was the IKF uh, point um, championship and that one I was running my mouth the whole time. Like, I was telling my team, hey, yo, you know why I win this belt? We're going out to eat, right? Like, I was gassing myself up so hard, and I pretty much had to win, because we were going out to dinner one way or another. It, it, it was either we were going to go out to dinner and and celebrate a win, or we are going to go out to dinner and everyone's going to roast my tail for gassing up this situation. So, I, I kind of put a little bit too much pressure on myself, but, I've grown accustomed to it. It it actually motivates me not to lose. Hmm.
0: Wow. Well, what would you say out of those three championships, in your opinion, was the most difficult to acquire?
1: The East Coast. Hands down. Okay. When uh, when I won the East Coast championship, that was the video I posted on my story that you've seen. And me and him went three rounds back and forth. I implemented, I implemented the game plan my coach gave me, came in, worked, like, day in, day out of training and my actual work schedule to prepare for this opportunity. And when I faced this man, we went. We landed down the ring, and this man's eyes did not leave me. One second, I looked at the ref, looked at him. He's still staring. I looked at my coach, looked back at him. He's still staring. This man has killer attempt. You cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> hmm. So so during the match, it, it well, you've seen it. It was back and forth, back and forth. And I, I managed to chip him down and get a knockdown. And when I got the knockdown, I knew how tough he was just because of how hard he was hitting. So I knew he was going to get back on his feet. Once he got back on his feet, I said I was going to hit him with the hardest enhanced low of all time and hit him with it. Once I hit him with it, he still did not fall. So so I attempted to go in and try to finish him. But instead, this man unlocked a new form and threw nothing but haymakers to my head. And I was on the back pedal trying to avoid getting hit. Like, I'm pretty sure maybe one or two of them probably wouldn't have laid me out, but I wasn't going to chance that. <laughs> it was so hard. We were shaking the ring with our blows. Like, me and him was throwing shots so hard that people sitting in chairs adjacent to the ring was feeling it in their shoes. So, wow. So me and him go back and forth, and – towards the end of the round, I'm thinking, you know what? What am I going to do to put this man out? Because I, I can't guarantee that I won this fight if he if goes to the judges' scorecard. So I, I, I got to find a way to finish him. You know what? Let, I'm going to set this up with one kick. If he eats this kick to the face, I'm just going to run out the clock and I'm just going to see what the judges say. So, hmm. I, and he was still on Haymaker mode, so I'm like, okay, next Haymaker, I'm going to do the hardest Movie flex of all time. <laughs> so I end up, we, we're facing each other. I kicked low, got the kick, threw a cross to the face, and that triggered his um, counter response, and he threw a cross. I ducked underneath the uh, cross, hit the counter, and caused him to spin out like a full counter hit. I switched steps into my kick, landed a left high kick to the face and set the man flying back towards the ropes. And in my mind, if I don't make you hit the floor, you're not out. But the ref steps in and, and saves him from any continuing abuse. beat. And like I said, if I don't knock you to the floor, I believe I ain't knocked you out. but if the rough race often gives me the victory, I can't really, you know, fight that. You know, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Better luck next time. So, yes, out of all my championships, if I had to say which match was the hardest one, my East Coast one, because of the back-and-forth nature, because that was one of those things where you could tell me and him both wanted to win, and I just took advantage of the opportunity. I just used my my skills to the best of my ability uh, during that
0: time. Wow, that story and the way you explained it was exhilarating. Because I think you also forgiven that uh, explanation from the standpoint of a lover of martial arts because you are the first organized fighting champion that we've had on the show. (laughs) So your perspective is a great perspective. But could you... Name some of the people who've been instrumental to you, be it your, be it family or trainers or other fighters during your martial arts journey.
1: I say with the martial arts and training partners and people that's been instrumental to my career so far, uh, I have to go in order of my, my karate sensei, sensei jerry. Followed by my wrestling coach uh Matt Ferrera. He, he he was my high school coach but he he kinda you know helped helped me get out my um my skin a little bit. Then later on my coach and kickboxing coach Jay, followed by Coach Keith and my training partner, shout out to uh Kobe Nelson, O'Shea Robinson. And yeah, I guess I guess that's that's pretty much the main guys that, that's been with me since day one. Everyone else uh knows who, who I keep in contact with, who I'm who I'm always training with. Just Because I don't name you once doesn't mean you will get your praise. Um and child to uh my family, my mom, my dad, uh my grandmothers who for some reason, it's fine with me winning, but they still have the greatest fear of all time. Every single time I tell them I have a fight coming up. <laughs> like no, no matter what, hey, uh, Grandma, I fight next month. Oh, damn why well, I told you about that? Stop hurting people. <laughs> they they signed up. <laughs> they, they took the fight. I can't control that. They said yes. So, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much the main people off the top of my head that I can um, thank uh, for the uh, progression so far.
0: Wow. I know that they are going to be very happy to hear that, especially when they hear his interview. But there's one person who you named, your sparring partner, you know, Master Kobe Nelson, you know, the owner of Kobe's Karate Club. Uh, he's a personal friend of mine as well. You know, I featured him on some of the previous projects we had like the advertisement alley series we do for different small black businesses or even large black businesses as well but how long have you known Master Kobe or Master Nelson
1: I'd say I know Master Kobe for about 8 years hmm yeah me and Master Kobe goes back way way back so Oh man, he's he's gonna fighting fight after I tell his story. <laughs> me I was doing a class at at my Sensei Jerry school and Kobe was recommended to come to the school for sparring by one of his instructors at, at the time. Now of course me and Kobe never met, but you know, two promising young black talents like me and him, um, they they wanted to see us, you know, give each other some work. So he was invited over, and they just knew I was going to show up to class. So once he showed up and sparring started, me and him hasn't even talked yet, but we're about to uh swing first. <laughs> <laughs> and and when we first met, I was the cocky kid who didn't who who hasn't went through any real competitions yet. I just been beating everyone who came through the door, and and he gets placed against me. Now, me and Kobe's the same height, and you, and you met Kobe. You know he's, he's reasonably tall, right? <laughs> yes. So first thing we do once we're, once we're permitted to go, we touch gloves. And we're bouncing, we're bouncing, just like, just like you see. The first thing this man does is throw a spinning hook kick to my head. This man waits for a level three super straight off the bat towards my head i'm like "Hmm. okay so either we about to become lifetime rivals or lifetime friends one way or another this is going to be a problem for you (laughs) so luckily the match little sparring session uh continues on and and afterwards it's been history he's been one of my long-time uh, friends and, and partners in my uh, martial arts journey and
0: uh, everyday friendship. That's excellent. Because I've seen one of the videos that were posted online between you and him sparring, and it, it looked extremely, extremely intense. <laughs> but I don't know if anyone has ever asked you this, but have you ever been while you're still fighting in different championships or or after you retire, have you ever thought about going into doing stunts for different be it movie, TV or video game projects or even trying to do martial arts acting, so martial arts film acting, T V acting? So believe it or not,
1: I have actually have a um I think a I D M B credit to my name. Ooh. Yeah. Um it was a local uh production and the movie's name was uh Octogona. It 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 was uh a pretty, you know, good uh experience for me. So I messed around and found a a casting call to to audition for the movie. Ma- made the audition and when we went to the mo- when we went to shoot the movie Luckily, I ain't get no speaking roles. I, all I was was jobber eight. <laughs> I uh, I was just there to make whoever I was facing look good, and and in my mind, I'm thinking, who wants to be the jobber? Who wants to be that guy? <laughs> who wants to be the guy who gets flexed? But you know, your pop culture knowledge got to kick in and save you sometimes because you know even. Jackie Chan was a job worth of Bruce Lee before, so you you gotta build you gotta build your um your credit mm-hmm. somehow, right? <laughs> right. And and yes, I would I would love to do a um another movie if I ever had the time to outside of work and training. And and I'm telling you right now here here now if I ever get the uh, call to be a Power Ranger, then I'm dropping everything. <laughs> I'm shooting this season. I, am being, I don't care if I'm the green, the black, the blue, or the red. I don't care if I'm going morphing. Best believe I'm going.
0: <laughs> that's great. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. If Mr. Bell becomes the Power Rangers, he first said it here first.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said it here. But that's. Pretty much all of the questions that I have to ask you, Sir, is there anything you would like to ask the viewers or that you would like to ask me, or any statements you would like to make?
1: Um I'll make one statement on here um for anyone who's setting goals and dreams aside, don't you only have a set amount of time, and you'll want to live with that form of I have done it. It's always best to know that you just went out and put your best foot forward. If you feel like you can chase after a better career, go do it. If you feel like that summer body is attainable in the fall, <laughs> go, <laughs> go get it. If you feel like your credit score isn't up to stuff, don't sweat. Don't Success comes with time. And time bears fruit. Trust me. It's always worth chasing your dreams. Don't let
0: anyone tell you otherwise. That is an amazing set of words of wisdom. But actually, I have one more thing to ask you now that I say that. Is there any championship or any big matches coming up for you soon that people may want to look out for?
1: There is. So, I've been in contact with the Leo Cole MMA promotion, and I've been meaning to get over there and and get my next fight with them. Oh, and, I, and it's not official yet. I've, I've been trying to find someone who's willing to take a match with me at the you know proper proper weight and everything. Um, but I'm giving out this information ahead of time because i would actually like everyone even if i'm not going to fight go support these local shows go support the local talent while while they're still you know around because it's always you that pushes us forward we wouldn't be anything without the fans without family friends training partners sponsors don't don't let local talent fall without support okay it's all, it's already hard enough just to get up and train with bruises and swelling and, and all these other life problems that, that get put into the sport. Go out and support local businesses and local events. It's, it means a lot to everyone involved.
0: Excellent. But speaking of support, is there any type of social media platforms that they can follow you to follow your journey and to support you? Uh Yes, you can follow me here on Facebook
1: at Markel Bell. And trust me, I'm always looking for new friends. <laughs> excellent.
0: Excellent. Well, I would like to, before I close, again, thank you for coming on the show. Like I said, you are the first martial arts champion that we've had. So it's been an honor. So you helped us make history. And I would also like to thank you for being a beacon of light for other young black men and even young black women who like who would like to pursue martial arts in a deeper level. So thank you for doing that, sir.
1: Uh, I appreciate it. And can I say um, just uh, two more things, shorthand, before you uh, close off the uh, broadcast? Definitely. Uh, the first thing, if anyone listening to this wants to pursue a a martial arts career or just want to go into it Find your local gym on your side of town, and don't be afraid to spend the money. Trust me, the money and time and training will pay dividends later on in life, because that's, that's a skill that can be used outside the ring, y'all. That's a that's a multi-purpose skill, y'all. And if anyone wants, and here go another uh, sponsorship shout out to Johnny Davis Live, he's definitely one of the other people I should shout out earlier in my martial arts journey. This man is a bigger more mouth than me but with time comes experience and he is the uh, promoter of all the uh, previous championships I won and I personally call him Mr. Midas because every single thing he touches turns into gold. (laughs) And the second thing I like to say is everyone have, have, have a good day, drive safe, tell your family that you love them. They don't hear it enough and, and God bless.
0: Thank you. Well, and thank you, sir. But with that being said, Dr. Clark and Mr. Marcel Bell signing out.